What the fuck is up, Duelists, and welcome to Pod of Greed, the 57th highest ranked comedy podcast on the Apple Podcast Comedy Charts in Vietnam as of about a week ago. The, hey, you know what? Let's fucking find out right now. I'm going to go. We're doing this live. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you, by the Yeah. Hi, I'm Max. They're calling me the White Dio Brando. Yeah. And also parentheses for all of this real. Yeah. For real. Who are y'all? While I look up what oh, rank we yeah. are. Mm. I'm I'm Audrey, uh, aka oh shit. Uh, what if I possessed you to fight the evil consci- consciousness possessing my own body, and we were both boys? I'm Dan, aka Satellite Laser Ballsack. Hey, okay, wh- <laughs> cool. okay. Can't wait to understand the context behind that one. Um, according to chartable.com i don't see a rank change i think we have may have just straight up fallen off of the apple podcast comedy charts in vietnam uh vietnamese listeners what the fuck are you doing please leave reviews review bomb us but in a good way get us back on top we're gonna do that giveaway one day we promise um yeah we are man i miss vietnam (laughs) oh i would love to go there one day it's so fucking cool hanoi rules hell yeah uh, we are in our penultimate set of episodes for season two of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. How are we feeling? Fucked up. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Both can be true. Excited. I uh, like that, like, things have escalated very, very rapidly since last week. Mm-hmm. Like, last week's when the writers realized, oh, fuck, we have eight episodes left. Let's kick it into yeah. gear. I feel like, I feel like it's less of escalation and more of um progression because i feel like things have escalated it's like massively over both of these seasons like things just happen and they're ridiculous everything happens so much but we are getting like suddenly it's like landing for the main characters particularly judai like these episodes has judai being like whoa wait fuck what are what is anyone talking about here it's really funny because it's stuff i mean again it's the the benefit of the audience knowing what's going on the main character's not but like it's really reminding me how fucking stupid judai is he hasn't figured any of this out yet yeah yeah and he suddenly he it's it's an interesting um change in judai that we've we started seeing Sort of right before he dueled Asuka as well, but he really comes into it now of this sudden switch in his brain, like activating and being like, "I gotta get serious." He is so goddamn grim. He shows episodes. up and he's like, "I'm neurotypical now. Don't worry, everyone." Yeah, no, he he literally. There's not like an ounce of humor to him in these episodes at all. It is like grim and serious the whole way through, and it's like a really interesting change in him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't recognize this boy. Even in the dub, there is a much more serious tone to it. I think Jude, I think Jaden's a little playful in like his episode, uh-huh. but other than that, like it's really going like one to a hundred on like real plot shit happening. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like it. It's good. I I, I mm. like that we're like we're we're yeah. in the Avengers Endgame <laughs> right now. These were these were I would say all three of them, but particularly the last two, of course. But all three of them were actually like very solid episodes. Oh, I, I re- the duels are good. These... The character moments are good. I had a very good time. Yeah. Um. So we want to get into it. Um. Episode ninety nine in the sub in <laughs> the fan sub that I watch at least is Judai versus the Terror of the Laser Satellite. Uh, in the dub, it's called. It's season two, episode forty-seven. The key factor. Oh, because it's a key. Okay. Sure. Okay, sure. But you know what? I will give it to them as well because that is actually good wordplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, 
the boys are toasting. Show is back. He's no longer mm-hmm. be- under bed rest. He's recovered from the infirmary from when his brother tried to fucking kill him. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> everyone, everyone. Oh, so, well, first of all, before we, the cold open here is just a recap of the end of Oscar. Oh, yeah, I haven't even written, I haven't even written down any of the cold opens because they're all just recaps. So the only reason that I wrote down anything of this is because we get like one little added scene oh. um, at the at the end. It's not even a scene; it's just like an added moment where um, Ojin's uh, assistant, mm. uh, who I've been referring, Max, you'll appreciate this. I've mentally been referring to her as Bunny. That's right. <laughs> and I'm, like, why? I'm like, why do I think that she's called Bunny? And it's because of G Gundam, folks. Mm. Um, but. Uh, Ojin's assistant, whose actual name is Lind, yes. um, is looking down at the duel, and she gets, like, this very serious look on her face, mm-hmm. and then it goes into everything else. Right. Um, but yes, so Sho should be dead, but he's not. Hooray! He died, but he's fine. Uh, and then, as mentioned before, we saw Lind in the preview, and now she's here for real, because she just straight up interrupts their little toast. Uh, very, very serious, very grim. She's like, I need to talk to you, Judayuki, right now. And... Mm-hmm. He's very cute. They're like, oh, well, come on in. Have a drink. Have some sweets. It's very cute. I like this a lot. These are yeah. just such nice boys. They are good boys. Mm, good boys. Bert. Yeah, they're having OJ. They're having um, OJ, and they're talking about Ojin. Mm-hmm. O- Ojin Simpson. How's that? <laughs> bad. Really bad. <laughs> um, she mentioned something kind of wild right off the gate about how if Ojin had friends like Judai and Sho and Kenzon, maybe all this bullshit wouldn't be happening right now. <laughs> I think the theme yeah. of the show is friendship, folks. Mm-hmm. You know, friends are important, yeah. you know? <laughs> and, and then she starts talking about um, the death lasers. Uh-huh. And, and I, I love that her pitch basically falls out to, uh, like, yeah, she's like, I need you to help Ojin. And Jina's like, okay, what happened to him? And she's like, well, you saw the duel. And now, like, Sai was taking control of the death lasers. And it kind of, like, skirts around the fact it's like, we're international terrorists, but that's different. Yeah, we're, our country is absolved of guilt because we don't have the keys to the sa- laser satellite anymore. We're fine. Yeah. So in the dub, like, like I've, I think I mentioned this before, but it's not like a death laser. It's sure. a big mind control thing, and like they say, uh, Sartorius is going to use the mind control laser to brainwash the entire populace of the world. And make them all join the Society of Light. Mm-hmm. He's going to whitewash the whole world. Very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, she basically goes into this whole grim monologue about how Judai needs to save the world. Uh, and she kind of explains what the key that the good Sayo gave to Judai and Edo are. And it is one of two keys that essentially activates Sola, which is the name of the laser satellite. Um, Sora. Oh, is it called Sola? That's so funny. Okay, so my my version translates it as Sora, which means sky. Sure, yeah, exactly, because uh, uh, he's in Smash now. Yeah, Donald and Goofy. Gorsh! Right. Does it, Dan, does the dub have a name for this fucked up thing? I feel like it does, but if it did, I didn't write it down. I don't yeah. think it's Sora, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I think the fact that it is Sola makes me think that, like, uh, it, it makes... Solar? Solar, yeah. but also, it, like, obviously Sola is a, a transliteration of Sora in Japanese, turning the R to an L, so... Yeah! We can definitely it's, assume that its name is Sora, its name is Sky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and Kingdom Hearts is light, so, yeah. That's so, so true, bestie. Um, we get a scene as she's sort of talking about 
uh, you know, as she's explaining all this, uh, where Sayo is hanging out and Ojin's there. And Sayo, you know, straight up just brainwashes Ojin. He does his eyes do the thing where they turn matte, which is how you know. Yeah. Um, and fucking, he commands. Fucking sick, dude. I love this. I, I want contacts that do this. I want people to think I'm brainwashed. Uh, and he just tells uh, Ojin, hey, Judai, dual key, go. Oh. I got I got those contacts for you. They're the zombie white contacts from Honey Color that I use for my uh, <laughs> for my sugar cosplay. Can I get like a zombie blue to red gradient so I can be season one <laughs> Yami? <laughs> Probably a bit more expensive Probably. though. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and somehow Lind has kind of deduced that Sayo is literally two faced. Like she understands that he's the Joker and he's currently in Joker mode no, right now. He's, you literally just said he's two faced. He's Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, I said two-faced as the adjective. He's not, he's not like, I guess Harvey Dent is, look, I don't, I've talked a lot about Batman this past week, but with the funny Robert Pattinson and Colin Farrell Penguin. Um, Listen, he is, everyone, everyone is in Harvey Dent cosplay this, uh, these episodes, and, like, he's, he's literally two-faced, he's crying on his acid burned face and normal on his other fa- side of his face. He flips a bl- he and flips a Yu-Gi-Oh card. He's flipping a coin. Yeah. No, he's flipping a coin. Literally his entire deck is based on flipping a coin. It, well, okay, it, that and uh, that's that's an interesting thing that I I feel I don't even know if we've really talked about that. We've definitely mentioned it before, but like we've mentioned it. Real Pot of Greed heads will know that when Argyle played uh, the the uh, Arcana Force deck in last year's Cup of Greed or I guess this year's Cup of Greed. It's based on coin flips, but in the show, it's like the card spins, and we get a really cool twist on that later on in like the second and third yeah. episode, which I really quite like. Um, it's nice. I like when the show translates mechanics to like the show itself and makes it like kind of cooler and make more sense within the world instead of just like flipping a fun coin because that would like really make Sayo seem way less impressive if his whole deal was like, "Oh, flip a coin. I know what you're gonna flip, though. Don't worry about it." <laughs> um, let's see. Yes. We get we get a so Lind explains why she is so attached mm, to right. um Ojin and we get a very funny I, I love anime concepts of European royalty. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They don't know what what's like, what is this? <laughs> Everyone looks like they're from like the 1600s mm-hmm. always all the time. They're all like that in Europe. She's yeah, she's she was apparently uh Ojin's maid, but they're like childhood friends. Um, yeah, and she, basically, she says, like, I need you to save Ojin, and by saving Ojin, save the world. And there's a really good moment here, actually, mm-hmm. where Judai says, I'm not sure I can save the world. And, um, like, uh, there's, like, a comedic double take from Tirano and show about him saying that. But he's like, I know I can save Ojin, though. Yes. So... And it's it just like, I'm like, I, <laughs> I, I I understand why, like, the comedic double take is there, but this felt like a very earnest yes. sort of reflection from Judai. It, it felt a little out of place because, like, the way Judai says it feels, like, very earnest. And, like, listen, I don't know if I have the skills to do, to, to save the entire world. Like, this is a lot that you're placing on my shoulders, but I will promise you that I will get Ojin back mm-hmm. for you. And it's like, as, as a first step, at least. Yeah. Right. Very, very rich coming from Judai, who, let me check my notes, literally saved the world last semester, but go off, King. Yeah. Did, does he realize that, though? Like, does he no, realize he's, that? No, he's dumb as fuck. <laughs> Did anyone actually explicitly say that to him? So, no, he so, didn't. No, yeah, exactly. Um, a really cute thing about this whole flashback is that 
uh, Lind kind of just details like how nice and how kind and selfless Ojin was despite being British royalty. Right. Um, presumably British royalty. He's some sort of royalty is all He's we know. from the country of the princess, the Christmas prince takes right, place. Yeah. Right. He's from, um. Moldovia. Bel- Thank you. I was, it was on to my tongue. Um, because he was like, you know, Lind was attending to him as his mother was out. And Remember, it's Midgard. It's mid- fucking, it's Midgard. I forgot about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off. Yeah. Um. And, you know, Lin's attending to him. He's like, oh, don't worry about me, Lin. You can go to sleep. You know, you on your own. And she's, even though he, like, said that she could leave him, like, she heard him crying alone at night. But, like, he was so selfless that, like, he, you know, he puts others before himself, even if it causes him suffering and pain. So it's like, that's the, that's, that's the real Ojin. And this Ojin is just, you know, Joker-fied. Very sad. Yeah. It, I don't know if it's any different in the dub, but, like, they try to establish, like, this time where, like, uh, the maid, like, broke a very important scepter, but, like, Ocean took the fall for her because he knew that, like, if she was guilty, she would be fired. If he's mm-hmm. guilty, he only, he just doesn't get a pony for a week. God, they fuck, okay, never mind, I don't like, I don't like Ocean anymore, fuck this guy. I don't like Dub Ocean. I'm still, I'm still ready yeah, to fuck with he's got uh, such a weird fucking voice, he's like, oh, yes. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> so, Pegasus is adjacent, then? Maybe? Like, it is a rich voice. Uh, It's not as good as Pegasus, but it is definitely, like, that sort of mid-Atlantic rich person voice. Yeah, sure. Very, very posh. Very hoity-toity. Um... After all that talking, uh, Judai just, like, you know, goes out ready to duel. Uh, Ocean is walking out of the white dorm, and Judai's, like, just waiting for him there. And then they immediately mm-hmm. cut to uh, the duel arena. Uh, Asuka's, like, helping them set up, and Kenzan and Sho are kind of, like, whispering to themselves. That, like, all right, she really can't know about the stakes going on here. Why the fuck not? That's Why weird, are they not cause... telling her? Yeah, the, the stuff in the dub makes it seem like she just missed it because she was brainwashed the whole time, but... I mean, that would make more sense, but, like, it, it just feels really weird to not fill her in when this fucking fate of the world is at stake. Yeah. It doesn't feel like they're not filling her in. It's more like, it's more like they just realize, oh, she doesn't know. Hmm. Yeah, no, there, there is, like, definite concern that some, th- some of this has been revealed to Asuka in, in the sub. It's, it's strange. I don't understand why, but, um. She helped save the world before. I know! Like, this is old hat. I mean, these kids shouldn't have to be the ones doing it, but fucking, we're well past that point. Uh, so, uh, Ojin, Ojin is like, what's up? I'm gonna defeat you. And, uh, and Jedi's like, you have forgotten the core thesis of this show, my friend. And speaking of my friend, the core thesis is friendship. Uh, anyway, and it's like, it's like, I'm gonna win because I got my friends. And Ojin's like, oh. And looks at, like, the three of them in the stands and is like, I don't need friends like that. And insults all three of them at once. Well, get, his, get their asses. Yeah, his whole thing is, like, you know, he doesn't need friends. He has Sayo as his ally. What more could you need? Yeah. He says that you might have friends on your side, but I also have friends on my side. Specifically, Sartorius, the guy who brainwashed me. <laughs> my friend. My good friend. <laughs> but, like, meanwhile, like, Judai's, like, not affected by this at all, because he's like, you're alone! I have friends, bro! Mm-hmm. He's, like, telling, yeah, Jude, Jaden is, like, telling him he's got a toxic friendship, it's not real friendship, and all that stuff. Uh, and, like, Sartorius is watching this from, like, his tarot. <laughs> there's, there's such a funny moment here. Yeah? I hope it happens in a dub, too. To, go on, Dan. Uh, he, like, he's like, what? 
I don't really remember. Like, he's just got his, like, tarot out, and he's, like, trying to... He's just... I don't know. You you tell it. Yeah. You tell it. In the in the sub, he's, like, watching all of this, and then he says, like, go my... Something along the lines of, like, go my champion of evil, but he gets base boosted. Holy shit. <laughs> so it's just, like, one line. It's just one line, but he's fully base boosted for that's it. That's so good. It that That's, like, the... He does, there is like some weird warping effects visually in these episodes. It's, yeah. it's reminding mm-hmm. me of like the stuff they did with Merrick at like. Yeah, the, when they like fucking bubbled his face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, that's like, that is the, uh, parallel mm-hmm. in the, in the last two episodes. Yeah. Like that is very it's, clearly yeah. the parallel. I, I, you know, I honestly yeah. didn't get that until now. It is really funny that he's like GX Merrick though. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is... Huh. I, I have a lot of notes about this. Huh. He Much kind of is. Yeah. Also, like, sort of like the parallel of, like, the season one villain being the guy who actually, like, runs the school, uh, and, like, Pegasus being the guy who makes the card game. That's something, I think. Okay, yeah. I forgot that... I for... Fucking... I forgot the main villain of season one was fucking Porky from Earthbound. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they begin the duel, uh... The most noteworthy thing here is that once again, the fucking satellite cars that Ojin plays are hey. real, actual satellites that attack yeah. the players. Yeah. yeah, can we can we talk about what's, Schrodinger's what's weapon deal? of mass destruction? What's the fucking deal? Why does the duel arena have TVs that display into space? Like, are these just there to show the cards? Are these there to show the cards that are real that can't be played using solid vision I mean, because they're real? <laughs> Every question, every question about technology at Dual Academia is answered because of Kaiba. <laughs> yeah, got me there. Uh, but yeah, uh, Schrodinger's fucking WMD here. Like, it only exists when a duel is happening, I guess. It, It's baffling. It makes no sense. Because again, he doesn't... Have, okay, if this is the same fucking satellite that, as last time as when he f- dueled Sayo, how is it attacking if he doesn't have both keys like last time? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I shouldn't read into this at all. I feel but like I will. these are. I mean, I feel like Kaiba somehow ha- Kaiba has satellites that display holograms in space for when cards are in space. Yeah, I think that's what's going on here because, like, probably. they do they do attack Judai directly, mm-hmm. but he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, he hurts. But so they're fine. obviously they're obviously not like death lasers that are attacking Judai directly. They're just holograms that they put in space. Uh, but it's. It's also very funny to consider the, like, technological ramifications of these. Mm-hmm. Again, a lot of meta- metaphysical questions asked in this show. Mm-hmm. You could write so many theses about Yu-Gi-Oh. Good God. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was going to say, I didn't really take, like, a ton of notes on the duel itself. Like, he, he, he gets three satellite lasers at once, right? And I have, I have one comment on the three satellite lasers. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Which is that they have um, something called Union Attack. Yeah, this one's mm-hmm. cool. Like, I... I know that. I'm a union member. You always do. <laughs> Pretty uh, good. I've got another negotiation session tomorrow. It's four hours long. Yay. Ooh. What fun. Uh, in the uh, dub, they're called uh, Satellite Laser Balsam. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's the same. Well, that's yeah. later on. Um, yeah. Oh, wait. Maybe so, I'm thinking of that. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no. These are just satellite lasers. Um, mm-hmm. Or satellite cannons, I guess. And, like, Judai tries attacking it, but his monster isn't enough stars to damage it. So right. then he... It will It will only be... Uh, no, he he does damage to Sayo, but he doesn't destroy oh, the monster. Oh, that's right, that's because right. Because 
because it can only be destroyed. So he does the, the damage mm-hmm. and knocks Sayo down 1,100 attack points. Yeah. But um, he can't destroy the, the satellite laser. He's yeah. using um, a Flame Spark Man. It's Flame Wing Man. Boku no favorite card. Yeah, fl- oh, it's fl- yeah okay. Fl- he's using Flame Wing Man. Um, and the satellites can only be destroyed by a level 8 monster or higher. Right. And Flame Wing Man is level no. 7. So Judai answers by using Miracle Fusion. To after after Sayo's Union attack, where he like pours all of the attack points into one oh, uh, yeah. satellite cannon, which which destroys Flame Wing Man, uh, but then Judai plays Miracle Fusion to use, I guess, like the graveyard as components. Is this? Yeah, it's also worth noting that the satellites gain a thousand attack, a thousand uh, attack yeah. at the end of every phase. Right. Uh, yeah. And it's also worth noting that in the middle of this, <laughs> um, Sayo hacks into the duel. <laughs> this oh, is so right. funny. So yeah, a- after Judai plays Shining Flare Wingman, it destroys one satellite. Sayo gets hurt, or Ojin gets hurt. And then Sayo goes on the TV and he's like, Ojin, use your true power. <laughs> and everyone's it's like, Sayo, how the fuck did you even get here? And Sayo's like, hacker voice, I'm in. Hacker man. <laughs> God. Uh, he plays, um, this card's cool though. <laughs> yeah, oh, and he, he, yeah, so he, like, supports Ojin. He's like, don't worry, I'm here. Also, I'm gonna microdose you with light. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what he does. Mm-hmm. It's just like, a little bit of light of destruction. He gets that nice, stinky white aura we love. Mm. Um, he plays this card called Debris Station, which destroys all of his satellite cannons, and, like, this other satellite, like, chomps it all up and spits out satellite laser ball sack, like Dan said. Yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Love He's that. also he has like these reflectors for it to like uh, amplify the damage. Uh, Jaden gets hurt real bad. He's down to seven hundred life points. Mm-hmm. But the next time he attacks, he's got a card called Reflector Ray, which shows the real superpower of teamwork. Uh, it reflects all the damage that uh, that uh, the laser does, and. It goes up with all of, like, the, the monsters he's had so far in the game. So that's enough to push Ocean to losing. Yay! It's cool. Like, the way that um, Satellite Laser Ballsack attacks, it spits out these, like, little mirror bits. <laughs> Can you please stop? Yeah. I, no. <laughs> Blame Dan. Um, <laughs> it does this thing that's really cool that we see in Gundam Unicorn. Uh, where there is this uh, mobile armor that will fire. It fires out a bunch of, like, reflector bits that are, like, little mirror propeller things that spin and float around. So, like, it fires one laser that, like, the mirrors, like, divert it and reflect it, and it turns into this whole, like, fucking, like, shotgun blast of lasers that's like, oh, Yu-Gi-Oh did it first. <laughs> Sorry, Guntum. Fucking strike one. Uh, very sad. I- I think the bits did it first. Well, yeah, but, like, specifically the mirror bits that reflect and divert oh, laser attacks. Sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fine, fine. Yeah, so- sorry, George like, DeSand. Like, we just watched G Gundam. <laughs> Bold of you to assume <laughs> I have any media retention skills. Yeah. Uh, uh, dude, I wins. Ojin dies. Not really, but he kind of does. As, as Ojin dies, uh, Sayo's ghost, which had been possessing and microdosing him with light... Uh, throws up the peace sign and fades away. Yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, pathetic. I'm very disappointed. He, he, I think he says, I'm merely disappointed. He's just like, whatever, who cares? Ocean's old news, baby. And now Ocean's all alone again. Or is he? Or because is he? Linda's here to help him out. Oh, is she Linda in the in the, yeah. in the dub? Well, that's okay. That's like... A, that's fine. That's fine. That actually makes sense. Yeah, that's right. Good, I'm going to say this one's like, you know what? Yeah, go for <laughs> Good on you, four kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's nice, and like you know, Ocean despairs. 
and as Lind comforts him as his only friend, Judai just like straight up runs off to find Edo because he's like, oh shit, oh fuck, oh god, no, Edo has the key, he's gonna duel Saya, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the episode. Uh, that's do the we, episode. Yeah. Do we want to talk about video games or do we want to move on to the next episode? Let's talk about video games now because then we can do the, the two-parter yeah. without breaking it up. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's get yeah. our game on! Get your game on! Oh wow, damn, Audrey, you got them. You got that chip tune down yeah. pat. It's the uh, interference from my wheezing computer. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what have we been playing, folks? Oh, I finished Dragon Age Origins. The evil's defeated. I'm oh, clapping good. for you. I'm clapping for you so hard. Mm. And now I'm playing video game the movie MGS4. Oh, it's fuck good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I just started like chapter two. I like zoomed through chapter one last night in a f- fucking haze. But um, <laughs> I, they're married. Hal and yeah, Dave. They, yeah. They are. You know. And they they're raising a kid together. They really are. And I'm <laughs> and I support them wholeheartedly. Yep. So that's where I'm at. Tactical <laughs> That's my takeaway. <laughs> that's my takeaway. But then again, as we all know, Hideo Kojima is of gay descent. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a Russian tuant. <laughs> well, the Russian tuant hasn't happened yet. No. Yeah. No, Audrey will get there. It's <laughs> pivotal top ten gaming moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Dan? Uh, let's see. I am still playing Yakuza Five. Uh, I am. Halfway through part three, which is the part where you get to play as Haruka. Yay! Uh, It's the best part. It's a rhythm game. It's great. It's the rhythm game. Uh, I just got to the part where I unlock Akiyama. Uh, Hmm. Let's... uh, It's... It's pretty... It's it's an alright game. Uh, (laughs) I will say, part three, uh, questionable stuff about women, uh, but otherwise a solid game. Uh, I enjoy the Rhythm game, I enjoy Haruka, I'm so glad I get to play as her, uh, and Akiyama's got his kicks, and that's all I gotta say! Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> I beat Metroid Dread. Nice! Hey, that game- Holy shit, that, game, that went fast? It took me 8 hours and 44 minutes total. Yeah. It doesn't it, count time in menus or, like, respawn times, it took me a lot longer than that because I died to bosses a lot, and- but yeah. the game is, like, pretty smart about how it tracks your time so you can, like, get the fast endings mm-hmm. pretty well, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that game beats ass. Holy shit. I love Metroid. It's my favorite Nintendo franchise. Mm-hmm. And this one is maybe the best 2D Metroid they've done. Um, nice. It's like, the, we, I mentioned it last time, it's the same devs as Samus Returns, but, like, this is a wholly original game, not a remake of a Game has Boy game. Been, has there been 3D Metroid? Uh, uh kind of, yeah. Games. There's, yeah, there's been Metroid Prime, okay. uh, of four first-person shooters. I guess five if you count Federation Force, which isn't a Prime game, but it's like a first-person shooter. Um, but not like. I'm obviously a Nintendo liker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> she says having just beaten Dragon Age Origins. Um, it's fucking good. Yeah, I clearly have way worse taste than Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so good. It it the story is so good. They kind of like backload actual lore dumps and shit to you, which is kind of wild. Um, but I, I I beat the game. I got through the end. Revelations occurred. Uh, a lot more interesting things about the Metroid franchise and lore and everything that was revealed. Um, 
It's really fucking hard at the end. Like, the last boss took me about an hour to beat, but every single time I was, like, learning something new. The last boss is basically, like, a Dark Souls boss. It's fucking incredible. Mm. Um, the powers are all good. They had a lot of cool, like, incremental powers. Like, they give you a double jump in between getting the space jump. Or, or they give you a double jump before you get the space jump. So it's like you have a kind of space jump, but you can't jump mm-hmm. forever. Just jump twice. Um, they have these interesting bombs for the Morph Ball that you get before the power bombs that, like, can, like, rocket you to the side or upwards. Um, it's really cool. They basically took the m- formula for a Metroid game and just, like, added more to it. Like, kind of made it lengthier, but not to the point where it felt overly long, which I appreciated. Because, again, eight hours is, like, long for a 2D Metroid game. Uh, which probably sounds wild to people who don't play Metroid, but, like, that's the long, longest. Like, the speedrun time is four hours for this game. And that's how, like, what you get the highest reward for the difficulty level you get. And you, After, like, one week. Yes, man. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely a game I'm going to replay and come back to because I want to get that four-hour time. Um, yeah, like, just play the game. People are like, is it worth $60? It's like, fucking, don't assign value based on how much you enjoy something. Good God. It's not hard, people. Engage Ridley, motherfucker. Ridley's not in this game, thank goodness. Mm. I think that's part of the reason why I'm not a Nintendo enjoyer, though. Yeah, they don't. We, they don't like giving would, their games discounts, do they? Ever, oh, like yeah. ever. It can be they. They would rather take them off the market and then uh, legally challenge anyone who emulates games that literally aren't available any other legal way. Not great. Than discount their own games. So not great. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Anyway, anyway, play Metroid Engage Rich in the, 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 the you know, that one thing Dan said. Um, hey, we have patrons. Uh, after every Beyond Toon World in the middle of every episode, we like to read off the names of our $10 patrons in the middle of the episode because you've earned it. Audrey, would you like to take this one? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, so for our $10 patrons, uh, big thank you, shout out to uh, Daniel Danny Kalaskis, who's here with us. Jazz Dumpster, Nero Wyvern, here's who's here with us, Pagliacci, Proto J, Sarvis, and Eruviru. Mwah! A kissaru for me to you. Mwah. Mwah. Um, good shit. Y'all want to talk about Dio's world? Yeah, let's get our game off let's and our... do the funny meme. Yay! What's this episode of the <sighs> dub? Uh, uh, the. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the dub title is uh, The Phoenix Has Landed, Part 1. That's fucking dumb. That's, come on. The episode title for us is the ultimate arcana, The World. Oh, you're approaching me? Sawardo! You know, I have the fucking clip on my computer. I'm going to just play it. Yeah, I, I mean, I will say, as someone who didn't watch the last two episodes, having the cold open, that was like a recap of... Um, of Edo's whatever, fi- uh, whatever happened last with, week. With Didi. Yeah, of Edo's, Edo's duel with Didi was nice for me because I always like to hear Akira Ishida crying. <laughs> hey, wait, hey, Audrey, did you listen to the episode? Or, like, you don't know anything about what happened last week, right? I I read the summaries fuck, for it. Fuck, I always fuck. read the summaries for the episodes. Did you, that did I you catch the watch. name? Did you catch the name of Edo's father figure who killed his father? Oh, the D? The D? Do you the know D? what his real name was? No. His name, his name was Kyle Jables? Kyle Jables. Okay. Yeah. You know, like a funny, tenacious D joke? Oh my god. I had a meltdown on, on air when I realized that. I just wanted to convey that information to you so it'll stick with Great. you. Great. Well, folks, we've been we've caught up. We've done it. Yeah, no, I always, this is, this is much more what I expect from Akira Ishida. Um, he plays my favorite character in my favorite anime 
ever, and it's not actually my favorite anime ever. It's my favorite manga ever, and the anime did a shit job of adapting it. Oh, tremendous. Um, but um, it's Sayuki, if anyone's interested, and he mm-hmm. plays a character named Takai, and this is very much... I was like, why does this sound so familiar? It's literally just Hakai. Um, and it's like, this is what I was I was expecting from you. you stu- like, see you in hell, you stupid fruit. <laughs> oh, I missed hearing you say that. You yeah. got to say it so much in G-Gundam. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. So this one starts out, uh, Edo and Samijima are taking the chopper out of the boat that is sinking and blowing the fuck up. Um, he basically, Edo just tells Samijima that he settled things with his father's killer, but there is one more thing to settle. Uh he thinks back we get up uh, this is just like fucking edo flashback the episode this yeah. and the next one because this is f- uh, y- f- first of tr- a trillion flashbacks yeah you thought you thought i was seeing you and hell you stupid fruit now ha! <laughs> 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 uh, he thinks back to sayo comforting him after his father was killed uh and like it's important he's like oh sayo cried with both tears that time hey hey who are you and why are you at my father's funeral <laughs> Who are you, my friend of the same age? I don't think we got the funeral scene. Oh my. It's like, it's not a you funeral scene. It's like, you can tell it's in a graveyard and it's really rainy. Mm-hmm. And they're both wearing suits. It was presumably right after his father was buried. Right. I mean, he says later on in the second episode that it was his funeral. Okay, yeah. I think I'd we get stuff yeah. from, I think we get scenes from it, but I don't think uh, they show up yet. Yeah. Well, why, why would it? Because his father's not dead. He was kidnapped. Yeah, he was kidnapped. <laughs> He's just missing. Um, Sayo gives him... A, this is in the flashback still. Uh, Sayo gives him a tarot reading, and he tells him... Oh, this him, happens. He's like, Edo, you're the Hierophant. You're meant to... Well, okay, hmm. wait. Well, right before this, like... This is, like, the first meeting between... At the at the grave mm-hmm. is the first meeting between Sayo and Edo. And, and Edo's like, who the fuck are you? And, and Sayo's, like, standing over him with an umbrella. It's raining torrentially. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry. It gets better. <laughs> dot, like, <laughs> dot gif. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence gay rights. Um, and he's like... All you have to do is wait, and, like, the rain will stop. And, like, as he says this, the rain lets up, and he, like, he's holding an umbrella over Edo, and the sun starts shining through, and Edo's like, oh, okay. Uh, but he has a line where it's like, when does it stop hurting? And and, and Sayo's just like, just just wait. Just, like, give it ten seconds, dude. Um, God. And then, uh, yeah. And so, I guess they become, like, very immediate friends at his father's funeral mm-hmm. which is weird a little a little weird sure um but yeah then the next scene is like it's still the flashback uh sayo's giving him a tarot reading mm-hmm. and he tells edo that he's the hierophant uh and in this context the hierophant is aiding sayo in his destiny uh and then sayo flips the devil and he explains that his destiny leads to destruction no matter what and then we no get the sort of like what? no matter what we get the metaphor of the week here where edo's like when I first met you, you were holding the umbrella for me, and your destiny's headed towards destruction, so I'm going to hold the umbrella for you. I'll make it a very, very big umbrella to save help you save you from destruction. This is, this is Ella, important. Write this down. Ella, Ella, uh, uh, this umbrella's uh, all the way down. Uh, what's next is Edo crashes a helicopter. Yeah. Edo busting through. That's right. That's right. Uh, so they, we come out of the flashback, and it, they're approaching, like the island in a helicopter in this helicopter again and Ado's suddenly like I need to go to the white dorm immediately and Samijima is like okay like what's up he's like just get me to the white dorm and as they approach 
he, with his, I guess, eagle eye vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His sniper vision. How do you do this? Um, is able to see Sayo through a window. And he's like, he like pushes his arm through to the like cockpit. And he's like, get closer to that window. And like pushes the helicopter down towards the window where Sayo is. Mm-hmm. Insane. And he just fucking jumps out. No help, parachute or anything. He jumps out into the glass window, breaks it, and like fucking like tucks and rolls, and he's yeah. fine. It's good. It's good that Daniel Craig is retiring because we found our we new found James it. Bond. Perfect. Summer I mean, Ed was kind of just like an extreme sports guy, I guess. Uh, the helicopter does not fare so well, though. No, how this? Just so, so much. Ado's fine, but he does force the force the helicopter to like crash its tail. Into the building, mm-hmm. which then sends it into a tailspin where it crashes in the forest, but Ado doesn't care about that. Yeah, lightning it, also strikes it. It does like, get it, struck by lightning. It, it like it, it crashes into the building and then I think it gets struck by lightning, so it like catches on fire and has to crash land into the forest. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking much. And Judai and Gang like run after it. They see this happening. And, like, it's dangling from the tree. Mm-hmm. And you see the pilot and Samijima. And, like, they're totally fine. And, like, Samijima's like, hey, don't worry about me. Edo went to go find Sayo. And, of course... Yeah, can we talk about <laughs> how strong these vines are? I'm starting to understand George of the Jungle a bit better. But, like, this is a several-ton vehicle. This is being... the fucking... Ka- Kaiba uses the only the best fertilizer on Dual Academia. <laughs> That's right. That's right. These are all actually sentient beings. <laughs> exactly. Um, you see it. You know, they had to go and, and, and find Sayo. Uh, Edo is still snooping around the white dorm at this point, And he, like, goes into Sayo's room. He's, like, you know, sneaking, looking for stuff. He ends up uncovering a secret passage, which leads underground to this, like, giant fucking, like, spiral staircase cathedral duel mm-hmm. arena kind of thing. Yeah. This is it, the Society of Light's exclusive duel ring. How was this built? <laughs> this is the church room. Uh, How was this built? Ka- this is Kaiba. This is oh, this the is ob- what this is this is what Hozier was talking about. This is Obelisk Blues uh, <laughs> non-denominational church. Uh, Take me to church. It's, uh, it's United. It's a uh, sorry. It's a uh, Universalist. <laughs> <laughs> Unitarian. That's what I was mm-hmm. looking for. Mm-hmm. I know Christian sex. I do not know Christian sex. According to Christianity and Catholicism, you're not allowed to have sex. Ha ha. Play on words. Oh, also, I just want to note in the dub, uh, uh, Chancellor Shepard is more like, Hey, what about me? You need to save me. <laughs> uh, no. He's fine. I think they leave Asuka with him. <laughs> they do leave Asuka with him. Yeah. So, I, I just recently listened to episode 157 again. Uh-huh. Um, and... I I personally had a line in there being like, man, I would love to see Edo kick Sayo's ass. <laughs> Folks, this was sort of the point where I realized that wasn't going to be a thing. <laughs> no, yeah. Twould appear not. Yeah. Uh, Edo, you know, he's, he's meeting with Sayo. Sayo's normal. Uh, Edo shows him bloody. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he's like, hey, Sayo, um, have you seen this fucking I think car? You mean- I think you mean bloody. Yeah, why? Well, I, I don't give a shit that they call it bloody. It's bloody. It's like it's the whole joke. It's really weird. But I guess, I guess you could do budadi. But regardless, it's bl- blue. Blue dies white dragon. <laughs> I love Foster's home for imaginary friends. Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, he's like, hey, Sayo, you seen this fucking card? And Sayo's like, oh yeah, dude, hell yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's what made me like this. 
Oh, God. And then we get another insane lore dump from Sayo about the light of destruction. You know, it went from Bloody and it entered Sayo after Didi gave him the card in fear of what it would do. And that's what turned so, Sayo so normal. I find I find the line that, like, that Edo uses to prompt this really interesting. Mm. Because what he says is, I've heard um, the light of destruction is clinging to your body now. Mm, interesting. And he's like... He's like, is that true? And that's when Sai was like, fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> don't I look so normal? Yeah, don't I look so normal? Um, and uh, <laughs> not to not to spoil future series, but we get like into ancient aliens territory very quickly here. Fuck yeah. Where uh, <laughs> um, it, it shows like a Sai was explaining how he got sicko moded, and uh, it shows. Edo's father creating the uh, creating Bloody mm-hmm. and uh, just this light coming from out of nowhere and like shoving into it and his dad being like, "Well, that's not normal," and then going to Sayo, who he knows has like psychic abilities, and being like, "Could you like check this out for me?" And so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, no problem." And then immediately he's like, "Oh, problem! <laughs> I'm Harvey Dent now! Wahoo! <laughs> Wahoo! Wahoo!" <laughs> That's, Harvey that's what he like. says. That's what he that's <laughs> right. Famous line of Batman villain. Um, <laughs> he's he's actually replacing uh, Chris Pratt in the Mario movie. I mean, he says, Wahoo. bar is so fucking low. Uh, but this is when Sayo does his fucking like anime villain JRPG final boss ass monologue because he's like, yeah. destruction is the only way to turn the universe to a new one where we can live in perfection without hurting one another. We will be free of pain if the world gets destroyed. And I'm like, okay, shut the fuck up. I've heard this a billion times before. Pick pick a fucking new, a, a new villain path, huh? Bar's low, but that's his motivation, I guess. What can you do? Yeah. Uh, he's going to fill and the world Judah with light. And then Judai and the gang, sh- yeah. And then Judai and the gang show up. I want to fill your dark soul with light. They're here. And Ju. Yeah, Judai's like, you, uh, Edo, dude, I just found out, the, like, the most distressing news. These keys are keys to, like, a death laser. And Edo's like, what? How has like, Edo not figured this out? He's smart. I know, I know. I thought he figured it out as soon as, like, not bad Sayo gave it to him. But yeah, Judai's like, you absolutely, you cannot give this to Sayo. And so I was like, but what if you did? Yeah, it... He, he's got a duel for something, you know? He's like, yeah, I'm not going to give it to Sayo. I'm going to make Sayo rightfully earn it from me in battle. He's like, well, I have to duel him to make him good, so better give something to Annie up with. It's, uh, it is, it, it's baffling. Why? He, he throws the key between them, and as he does it, Judah's like, fuck no! And he's like, watches this happen. And, so, and Ado's like, no, this is good, actually. There's some line in the dub about choosing whether to go with this new friend or his childhood friend. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's it. Um, the <laughs> game, the duel starts. Yay! Uh, this is, this is cool just because, again, it's like we haven't really seen Sayo duel since he since dueled... Like yeah, exactly. He, it, was since, it wasn't since Manjame because he dueled Ojin, but, like, he didn't use any of his own cards, really. Right. Like, it, it was Manjame when he, like, actually saw ter- or the, uh, Arcana Force cards. So, like, we get, like, the Arcana Force cards in in, uh, in full force here. This is cool, though. I love to see all these fucking freaky-ass aliens. They all look very, very we, cool. Yeah. 
We also spend a lot of this episode exploring Sayo and Edo's relationship. And folks, I have bad news. It's good. Yeah, um, say the line, Audrey. <laughs> what line? Oh, fellas. That that one. I was gonna. I was thinking you were gonna fellas? say gay, gay, homosexual, gay. Oh well, no, because I can't hear his voice. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, we'll get to that next episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll fucking get there. Um, we'll get to that. No, I mean, it is. Um, like Sayo used to be a really normal, nice person. This is again, like this is. In my mind, a very direct parallel to Malik and Yami no Malik. It is. No, um, yeah, absolutely. I can definitely see that now that you've, like, brought it up. Because, uh, I, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the real parallel with them in the next episode again. Um, but it's like, they really were, like, extremely supportive of one another as children. And it's like, oh, I'm a sucker for, like, childhood friend becomes my enemy. They were, close- dynamic. they were closer than brothers, and now they have to fight each other. Um, to the heart of the cards. I will also say, like, this episode, in general, has cinematography. Yeah? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't have, like, amazing cinematography, but it does have cinematography applied to it, uh, which is more than most of these episodes can say. What a concept. Which... Yeah, and there's there's one really cool shot in particular where after thinking back about their relationship, it come it shows um Edo again, but what it shows is him in the background with the key on the floor in the fore foreground. Yeah, it does like almost so like a Dutch like, angle type thing, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's just this like really cool and like poignant shot of like what is at stake here. Um, after after an exploration of that relationship and like really drives home the the stakes for Edo in in agreeing mm-hmm. to this duel. The stakes are so high. Um, as they kind of duel, the 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 sort of like main conceit here is whenever Sayo plays one of his uh, Arcana Force cards, you know, it does the tarot thing. But Sayo straight up tells Edo, "Hey, it doesn't matter if you say it's going to stop upright or not. Like, I destiny is in full force. I know what is going to happen, and it's always going to be like the good one for me. Like, don't even fucking bother predicting it." Yeah. Yes. He straight up tries to make it stop, but it keeps going. It's really fucking... I love this because this is essentially, like, the bad guy version of what Judai and and, and Atem can do. Like, just the straight up power of luck in determining your own destiny. I literally have a a, a note for the next episode about it called Yami Voice. It's called cheating! It is cheating, but I love... It's just... Look, this is the thing, right? In when the entire, like... When the entire premise of the anime is built on a very rigid, laid-out system of rules, the most interesting thing you can do is show someone cheating to win or to lose or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, yeah. that's what makes Yu-Gi-Oh so fucking good, because cheating is cool when it's, like, an anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so, Edo's like, okay, stop to stop the turning, and Sayo says no heart emoji. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, Empress gets his gets her right effect, Emperor gets his good effect, he just gets powered up. I didn't write down what any of the effects of all the, the Arcana Force cards do, because, like, uh, makes a little a crank pop out? Yeah, so <laughs> I did I did bring down, write down the moon, because uh, the moon confirms dual monsters and preg real. Yeah, this one, there's a little guy in there, huh? That's just yeah. a little guy. That's Krang. Uh, That's Krang, from TMNT. So, from Twitter. Yeah, so... <laughs> it's Craig so, T. Nelson. Uh, <laughs> uh, that is that the moon's upright effect allows it to uh, summon a token mm-hmm. every turn, and it does this by Empreg Real. Empreg Real, mm. 
much much <laughs> much to my chagrin. Um, dueling, 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 etc., etc., etc. We know what the the most we know what the most important summon here. What what ends the episode? Arcana Force Twenty One. Sawado. This, say the line, Bart. He this said thing it, doesn't look like the world. I must say. He said it six years before. Uh, he could do it on a on the proper anime, but he said it. Uh, I'm telling you, this is. And he keeps saying it. This is what got him to be the role of Dio. I still believe in my own conspiracy theory. <laughs> I'm. I would not be shocked. He, he, the, I mean, the his thing voice is, also like fits Dio very well. The thing but, is, like, yeah, Takahito Koyasu is a really fucking good seiyu. Yeah, like he he his voice fits Dio very well, but like this particular like coincidence is a little too much. To it's overlook, a it's a honestly. lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's fucking Zex Marquis. I'm not over it. Um, um, the world just beats ass. Um, he he does mention, by the way, the world is not the ultimate Arcana Force card. Which is kind of weird to me. I don't know how many things in the tar- how many tar- major arcana it's, are there? Well, twenty two. Okay, which is weird that the world is number so, twenty one. What's number twenty two? The world, this- the world is twenty two. Why do you say why? He's definitely said twenty one in the in the show. That that was a mistranslation. The okay. world is twenty two. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know about you. They. It turns out. Well. Do we want to get into it now or later? Well, there's still a little bit left in this episode because I must ask you all: What's funnier than twenty two? <laughs> 23. What's colder than being cool? He mentions it. We don't see it yet, but he does. He's like the 23rd Arcana Force card, which is like this white card before, like begins to stir. And this is the card yeah, that I'm, will fill the world with light. I'm making a new Twitter card, uh, Twitter account. It's called Makeup a Tarot Card. <laughs> uh, Ed was like all fucked up. He got damaged real big when the world showed up. He's like on his knees and he's like thinking back to his time with Sayo and he's like calling out for him in the rain. Um, this is also what I'm used to hearing from Akira Ichida. Yeah, I gotta Very say... Very bottom energy. <laughs> I gotta say, though, I genuinely love how this episode ends with, like, yeah. Edo on his knees crying out. And, like, literally, we hear nothing but, like, the sound of, like, rain pouring as we zoom out of the battlefield. Like, it's kind of a really sick shot, actually. These are good episodes. Like you said, Yu-Gi-Oh! did a cinematography on this one. Yeah. <laughs> like... I'm not again. I'm not necessarily saying it's brilliant cinematography, but it exists, which is more notable than usual. Exactly, and that's episode 100. That was, that was episode 100 GX. How about that? Wow, 100. I can only imagine that like almost the very end of GX season four will be 200, and the show will end. Any, yeah. Anyway, right? Exactly. Uh, anyway, welcome to uh, Zoe 101. Z- Zoe GX 101. <laughs> uh, Good. The uh, which is in the Japanese, uh, the finishing blow, Edo, Blue D. Bloody. The Phoenix has landed, part two. The Phoenix is fucking crash landing, it seems. So this is actually a line. So again, we start off with like a few lines from the last episode. And it starts off with um, lines that uh, Sayo said in the last episode. But I do want to call attention to him them because I, I think they're very specifically chosen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what he says to... After summoning the world, what he says to Edo is, your world, in Japanese Sakai, is cut off. It is my world now. So he's using both Zawarudo and Sakai. Yes. Um, these two things that, that, that mirror each other in his, in his language, talking about the world to describe what's going on, which I think is very purposeful. It's Sayo's like it. world, and we're all living in it. Right. Sayo's world, part one, part two, part three. 
<laughs> ah, JoJo's bizarre adventure never change. Um, Edo's like trying to find Sayo essentially. Like he's in this weird sort of state where he like doesn't really believe that he's dueling Sayo right now, and he's right because he's like his face is the same, but that's not Sayo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we've made this joke a lot of times over this past season, but this is literally the old style can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because he's dead. Pretty much. It's Pretty like, much. He's being controlled. His body is now inhabited by the light of destruction. Very sad. Yeah, but like, he basically has to convince himself, like, despite how much Sayo is saying that he's the real Sayo, he's like, no, fuck you. I'm going to change destiny no matter what, despite your rudeness. <laughs> you mystery man. Um, yeah, and I guess I'm going to call him Yami no Sayo now. Yeah, that one tracks. That's what he is. That's like, what he is. Yeah, so, like, Yami Sayo is like, anyway, you're, yeah, you know what, I'll give it to you, you're right, I did kill the old Sayo when I punched a mirror. That shit ruled. Yeah, <laughs> that shit hurted. My hand bled and I liked it, because I'm twisted. I'm Harvey Dent. Uh, yeah. Edo does a cool little combo here where he actually is able to, like, banish the world for a couple turns. Um, it's the same card he uses against Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. And then he plays a very important card called Deformation. It's, like looks like this weird, like, test tube, uh, back-to-fluid tank sort of thing, where essentially whenever he loses a D-hero, a token appears on it, like, a D appears on it. And if he gets two, he can do something special that will be a tool it's for... A- a fun tool right. for the future, whatever Mickey's line it's is. A special, it's a special tool that'll come in handy That's later. Right. Uh, Sayo has a really raw line here, too, where he has he says, you will not even leave claw marks on the wall of destiny. He's, like, going yes. full fucking, like, Thanos pontificating right now. I so, love it. So the context for this line is that despite continuing to survive and, like, push through it, um, all Edo can do is summon monsters in defense mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's too scared, and in fact, Sayo Sayo uses a card that um, uses an effect of one of his um, upright monsters. I think the chariot, maybe um, that uh, summons two of his own cards onto Edo's side to uh, use its effect. And he goes and he looks at Edo and he says, "You get to choose what uh, what position they're in." And Edo grits his teeth and says, "Defense." So he now has four cards in defense mode, but he there's nothing he could do. And Sayo laughs at him and says, "So even with my gift, this is all you can do. Yeah. You won't even scratch the like scratch the um, sheen of destiny." Yeah, pretty fucking sick. Um. Sayo does have a really cool effect of one of his cards where essentially he can use cards on Edo's side of the field as tribute, which is like part of the reason why he put those on Edo's field in the first place, because he used that to summon the devil. Uh, this card kind of hey. fucks, actually. Uh, do you mean the hey, fiend? Uh, yeah, that's what the I was fiend, ask. yes. The famous tarot card, the fiend. That's uh, right. Yep, that's the it one. looks like some Majora's Mask shit. It is all eyes and veins and really, really gross looking. There's like, I feel like there's a few callbacks to like dual monsters in these episodes. And I feel like this is, uh, again, like the the Malik and Yami Malik stuff is definitely here. But uh, in terms of like the Arcanifor stuff, I'm like, it's kind of Pegasus decky with it. Yeah, this is uh, relinquished. Well, yeah. later on is something that's extremely relinquished at the end of this episode. Uh, I mean, I, I like, you know, I, I played Zelda. I like when something has a big old eye on it. And this is more of that. It's great. But there's the, there's the other one besides Relinquish that comes first that I can't remember. There's Thousand Eyes there's, Idol. There, yeah. 
That's just like a little <laughs> avocado with a bunch of eyes. There's thousand eyes restrict, which is the one that like before it gets all the that's eyeballs the covering one. it. That's, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. God, pace fucking rules. Um, <laughs> the the devil destroys the emperor. And it just straight up takes out another one of Edo's uh, D heroes with it because it's like whenever it destroys a monster, it just gets another. Basically, <laughs> pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, again, like the devil, everything that we've mentioned this, but everything that Sayo is uh, summoning is coming up on its not revert on its upright position. Mm-hmm. And this is the point where <laughs> Tirano and Judai are like, "All right, this dude's just cheating straight up yeah. on the side." They're like, "Fuck this." Uh. I think at some point they say they want to try to, like, stop him, but the forces of light are keeping them from moving. Uh, yeah, Dio activated yes. the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's literally the world. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed for the GX writers. It's it's literally, like, we're not embellishing here. The fu- time fucking freezes, and, like, everyone can't move and Sayo starts so, like yeah. slowly walking towards the key because like at this point Edo's kind of like almost given up like his spirit's not yeah. even in the game anymore Sayo Sayo just hit Edo with um the devil which has knocked him down to 900 attack points um and or at this point maybe 400 after using another another upright effect that does uh 500 yes he uses another upright effect that does 500 attack points uh uh points of damage even when it uh de- uh destroys a, f- a defense monster uh-huh. which all of all of ado's right exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. um and he like ado's like given up he has 400 life points he's no way of defeating the devil etc and yes they told me in catholic school he he stops time he fucking he like time. there's no way go- there's no way around this that is what happens here mm-hmm. i love Yu-Gi-Oh. this show fucking rules uh eddie's He's heading towards the key when, uh, hey, have y'all ever seen the movie, uh, Ghost? Oh, uh, with the funny, with the, with the funny sexy pottery scene? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> love that film. There's. Cultural there, touchstone. Yeah, there's a scene of, like, a tiny aster. He's trying to go reach Sartorius, but when he gets up, he's like, the ghost, or the weird, uh, he's the devil card. The tarot card, the devil, not the Yu-Gi-Oh card. This uh, is a jump scare, ah! Yeah, uh, and Sartorius interferes with the light, and he ha- he's going to help out Aster. Uh, in, in the real world, uh, <laughs> uh, as Sayo is approaching the key, oh, he's about to grab it where he, yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, uh, he, he's about to grab it where he, like, when he suddenly feels something and, like, jumps back a bit. And Ada looks up and he goes, fuck you, I have a Harvey Dent cosplay too. This is really fucking wild. Yeah. Like, because we know immediately what's happened because when, for, first of all, another parallel to JoJo's has Sayo jumps back. It's like, it reminds me a lot of how Geo freaks out when like Jotaro did the fucking finger magnet trick. Um but also we see Edo's face is half crying and like, I love it. That's the hallmark of like, weird Sayo possession because half your face just gets really emotional. <laughs> it's so silly. And we, yes, and and Yami Sayo realizes that Sayo is possessing, uh, possessing and working with Edo, a la Malik working with Yami Bakura mm, it's <laughs> to so duel uh, Yami Malik in uh, Battle City. It's really good. It's really, yeah. really good. I love it. It's like, 
it's just like when the whole series is predicated on possession, you love to see it happen to people in like a really sick fucking poggers way. Yeah, it's it's really that really is. Yu-Gi-Oh is not about friendship; it's about ghosts possessing people. Both can be true. What, what is what is yeah. the difference, Audrey? <laughs> when the uh, ghost possesses you as a friend. Yeah. So we get like this whole thing of like Aster and Sartorius in a forest with an umbrella. And it's a memory of the day they first met. Uh, we learn that Sartorius and Serena were homeless children. Uh, and, uh, I. Well, does it say why they were homeless? I think it's implied their parents are gone. I'm not sure. Well, okay, because in, in the sub, it's like. So I was like, I was always considered a heretic because I was foretelling the future. And it's like, all right, Cassandra, why don't you stop telling people you're a prophet? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's like, we've definitely gotten this bit of Saya's backstory before, how, like, he and his sister were ostracized and kicked out of society because they could see the future. But, like, it's just, it's, it is. Just stop telling people you can do it. Yeah, just, just don't do it. Just stop telling people. You just don't do it, buddy. It's really easy. I do it all the time. Uh, and, and, and Sayo mentions, like, his main line here. He's like, you know, I, I lost the ability to see people more than cards because, you know, I did it to, in order to avoid pain. And, and I was like, all right, that's fine. Like, the D heroes are my card friends. You can have card friends, too, as long as you, like, believe and love your cards. And, like, it's nice. I like to see Edo and Sayo re- reconciling after, like, Sayo's weird possession adventure seems to be at an end. He can finally go back and, like, hang out with Edo in a normal way now. It's cute. I like it. It's a good sort of like uh, folks. They hold hands. They hold hands, folks. It's very good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he Edo says that when he first met Sayo, he felt the same warmth from him as he feels from his cards. And Edo still wants to be able to hold the umbrella. Still wants to save him from destruction. Um, as he holds his hand over the umbrella, we get back to the duel, and f- you know it's good because Camilla's theme starts playing again. Oh. My god, the timing of this theme is so phenomenal. I lose my shit every time. It's so good. It's like, I know that, like, the passionate duelist, my phone fell. I know that the passionate duelist equivalent is, like, Judai's theme when he's going to win the duel, but, like, uh uh, it's Camilla's theme to me. Man. God. Uh, You get cool music? God, I wish that were me. (laughs) I hate to break it to you. And I have to say, like, it actually, like, dramatically changes the feeling of the scene. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine hearing, like, seeing this without Camilla's theme in the background. Because it's, it's so, like, hype. It, it genuinely, it's, like, just, just really fucking sick moment. It's just a sick organ arpeggio. It's so good. And then it goes into, like, techno. It's, like, it's amazing. It's such a good theme. You truly love it. But... Yeah, there's there's a point as well where so yeah so now now Sayo and Edo are boyfriends and together Yay. and they're willing to fight. Yay! Hooray! Uh, Sayo plays the devil again. Um, he like sees the light of destruction within it. It's like whatever. I don't understand how it's in the devil card now. I guess because it's the devil is like Sayo's destruction. Um, everything on the field gets destroyed. Um, Edo gets his other token. Like, you know, his other, like the D, D formation is filled up now. Um, this is a really cool line. Sayo's like, I've destroyed all the monsters, but the monster behind you I can still see. Referring to, like, the good, unjokered half of Sayo. It's like, oh, God, I love this so much. And there's a, a point here where Sayo and Yami Sayo sort of, like, look at each other face to face in this memory graveyard. Oh, yeah. And I have to say, like, 
Sayo's so, like, sad here. I'm like, you might become my sad little meow meow, unfortunately. Oh no. I mean, look, to be fair, Audrey, my current sad little meow meow in Gundam is fucking Trey's Kushranata, so you're valid. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Oh boy. <laughs> Gundam Wing, huh? Um, It's really, really sick. And, you know, the, okay, going back a little bit, uh, at, whenever Edo would talk to Sayo, uh, Sayo would always sort of give him this line of, you have to move, you have to walk through the storm, um, you know, because all of this shit is like metaphors about rain. And Edo says to Sayo in his own mind palace, he's like, holding the umbrella is not enough. We need to move forward through the storm. It's like, you know, really cool using his own words against him. They're going to move the Wheel of Fortune together. Sayo still can't use the 23rd Arcana. Um, and he's like, oh, this is actually kind of not good because, like, my other half is fighting against me. Um, Edo activates deformation and he tributes these, like, things called D3, which is, like, weird, like, panther looking. Yeah. T- whatever, doesn't matter. They're just tribute fodder because he summons Blue D. Oh, wait. You said they were D3. They're, I think they're called in, like, D-cubic? That's interesting. Fine. I wonder if it's, That's like, fine. a thing with, like, the subs, because it would be harder to represent, like, a cubed uh, symbol. It's always a thing with the subs, one way or another, isn't it? It's always something. It's always something. Um, Yeah, Bloody's here. We love to see it. I love to, this fucking really, yeah. really rad-looking D-hero that we, like, mm-hmm. I didn't really expect to see again. But then again, I guess there, Edo made a pretty big deal of picking it back up after he killed Kyle Jables, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Um, the ultimate D, we love to see it. Sayo's afraid of it at first, but he's like, no, it's nothing but an empty shell. Um, Edo uses it to absorb the world, which is like really sick. Um, and because, you know, his whole thing is absorbing power. You get half the light points and you get all its effects. Wonderful. And, you know, we love to see the ultimate D. The joke still still doesn't get old. I love to see mm-hmm. it say it. Um. And then some bullshit happens, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it turns out, uh, uh, the Light of Destruction is able to use another, much more powerful card, the Final Arcana card, uh, Arcana Force Extra, the Light Ruler. Hey, who's uh, this? Card. Who's this? Make up a card. It, make up make a up card. card. It's, the ex- it's the extra card in the tarot deck. Um, also, like, to do this, it, this, has- this is the Joker of the tarot. <laughs> The DLC of Tarot. Yeah. yeah, and also, like, to summon it, he's got, like, he's got to summon, like, the material, spiritual, and sky forces Oh, yeah, or the, materi- the, the material ruler, the earth ruler, and the sky ruler. Yeah, Whatever that's the it. the fuck these are. And, like, it, it's, like, lit up in RGB, uh, and then... <laughs> he does, yeah, he, he gets RBG lights. Mm-hmm. And then the light ruler comes out, uh, and he is so massively incredibly powerful that Aster immediately loses the duel. And not only does he lose the duel, he loses himself. He has been... He loses his yeah. <laughs> he loses his okay. hair color. I was I was going to make like a ha-ha joke about this, but it is genuinely so romantic to me that I'm going to say it in complete seriousness. Sayo and Edo died the way they lived, reaching for each other. Mm. Yeah. Mm. He's been whited out. He's been, yeah, no, fucking, his hair goes white. It's like, we've seen it happen before to, uh, I'm not even going to bother saying his name. Fuck that guy. I hate that character. (laughs) The Honda of GX. But like, yeah, 
like as they touch hands, they fucking you know, Edo basically dies. Um, we don't really get to see a good look at the light rule yet. All we can see is that it has like an eyeball on it, and it's just, like some some shape. We don't really you know we don't know a damn thing about it yet. Uh, but Sayo proceeds to. Sayo's like, ah, oh, you see me now? This is the Joker, and this is to go even further beyond, because he goes double Joker as he summons this thing. Incredible. They just, like, fucking do all the, the, the scary, like, hatching and line shading as they can on this fool, because he's, like, he looks like, he's a lot right now, huh? He's hard to look at when he's like this. His hair is, like, is his hair's all over the fucking place, his pupils are tiny, he just gets so many lines on his face. It's just like it's like it's the, it's the Yami Malik effect. It is, but like with Yami Malik, it looked I, he looked cool. He looked really fucking badass. And Sayo just looks like he's like I think he has rabies. Wait, <laughs> shit! This is literally the thing we talked about last time. Yami Malik is rabies. That's right. I, I I just like unlocked lore that I myself said on the podcast like years ago about the same fucking like. Oh my god. It's like symmetry, Feral it Bakura, rhymes. Rabbit Malik, oh my god. Feral Bakura, Rabbit Malik, that's right! Real pot of greenheads uh, will know. That takes me back. Thank you, Nero, for saying you smell like rabies. I am rabies. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's the episode. Yeah. Uh, Edo's basically dead. Sayo's double Joker. <laughs> Sayo's super Joker Jin 2. <laughs> well. Oh, god. I love Yu Gi Oh! Uh, it's good. It's good. Before I do my own post-show, uh, Audrey, hmm. do you have any manga notes you want to go over? Oh, yeah. I mean, it is it is interesting that we're getting all this, like, we're getting to the end of this Society of Light stuff when uh, the core part of the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX manga is about uh, <laughs> Wayne Karibo becoming brown uh, to uh, repent for humanity's sins, essentially. So hmm. uh, we've talked about this a bit, but again, the main villain in, in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, the manga, is this other survivor of Cool Elna, who has who was working at the palace, actually, when the massacre happened, and he learned about the massacre, and he tried to assassinate Aknam Kanan. And uh, was... Right, exactly, and was and was judged and tried for it. And Karibo used to be white. Wayne Karibo used to be white, and then absorbed the evil from this this other Kulna citizen and became brown. Holy shit! Wow. Yeah. Cool Elna. Yeah. So um, the the uh the criminal quote unquote criminal he did nothing wrong like thief king king bakura did uh-huh, nothing wrong p- parallels <laughs> right uh did nothing was later uh locked away and has been since uh has since sworn vengeance and has been waiting 3000 years uh to take vengeance on Wayne Karibo specifically which is why he comes back in the GX manga um once uh Judai uh has you know, be, be, uh, gained his partnership. There was one other card that also... So here's the other interesting thing about it, is that there was one other Ka that was used in his judgment, which is the Lightness and Darkness Dragon. Oops! Oops! Uh, speaking of Lightness, Light and Dark, uh, Lightness and Darkness Dragon, which ends up becoming Manjame's signature card. Oh! And, uh, like, card spirit partner. Uh, not the Ojamas. He doesn't use an Ojama deck at all in the in the GX manga. He uses a dragon deck, and Lightness and Darkness Dragon is his uh, signature card. So this guy 
is coming back from the dead, from Cool Elna, to specifically, he doesn't care about anyone that gets in his way. He is there to fuck up Winged Karibo, Lightness and Darkness Dragon, wow. and everyone else is just, like, incidental. That's... It's very cool and actually quite a cohesive plot. That's incredible. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll read the fucking so... manga. What? You should. It's only 70 chapters or something. <laughs> That's a lot. Not for a shonen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got me there. Not for you, yeah. So. Um, All right, Dan, what we got? Oh, we're actually. Okay. Hang on. Let me pull it out again. And let's get Professor Sadius on the line. Yay. Let us talk about one of Yugi's rivals. The two faces of Marek. Hang on. There's a card. There's a lot of motorcycles. Give me a second. <laughs> Marek Ishtar is a Shizu Ishtar's younger brother. For centuries, the Ishtar family was charged with protecting Pharaoh's tomb. They were not allowed to see the outside world. Young Marek never wanted to be a tomb keeper, but his father forced him to become one. When Marek tried to explore the outside world, his father banished Odion, his adopted brother and best friend. Rebellious evil rose inside Merrick, and Yami Merrick took over his body. Ishizu was always sure she could reach the good in her brother somehow, and Odeon never failed to look after Merrick, but Merrick became obsessed with one goal, to obtain all three Egyptian god cards and take Pharaoh's place. Yami Merrick put together a group of duelists called the rare hunters, to help him find the card by any means necessary. But while Yami Merrick was busy being evil, part of the original Merrick spirit still lived, hoping to return to his body once more. Did you know, when young Merrick visited the outside world for the first time, he became obsessed with the idea of riding a motorcycle. Quote, there's nothing I like more than toying with someone's mind. Yummy Merrick. <laughs> I love when he said that. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about the motorcycle plot. All right. How how could you? I can't forget about it because that was one of one of the many uh, scars that uh, Rio now carries with him when he got stabbed in his arm and then slung over the back of Malik's... Uh, yeah. God, Yu-Gi-Oh! is such a good show. Merrick Sweethog. Merrick Sweethog! Bakura being like, hey, I have a way for us to uh, prove, prove our allies. Check this shit out. Causes serious bodily harm to his host. <laughs> Tremendous. Uh, and now it is time for Kirstians. You had a pod agreed cast on Twitter or our Millennium back channel. The week we record episode, a couple days beforehand... We'll make a post asking for questions, and we got some good ones this week. Uh, I'm going to grab Twitter questions, and I'll kick us off with, as this page loads, <clears throat> first question from friend of the show, Cass, at What is Cosplay? Why do you think Aster Phoenix never dies and comes back to life like a phoenix from the song by the band Fallout Boy? Mm, he'll do it someday. Domino City is so two years ago. Uh, you got a Fallout Boy joke, Audrey? Um, I'm... I know the song very well, but uh, uh, somehow I'm blanking on the chorus lyrics. Um, let's see. Uh, I, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, That's okay. Something, something remix. Okay. 
right. Uh, also from Cass. That'll raise you like a phoenix. There it is. Also like from Cass, which GX character? Like the legend like of the, the legend penis. of the penis. There Sa- you go. Sound of the summer. Um, which GX character is most likely to T post to assert dominance? Which Duel Monsters character? Uh, it's Chaz. Um, Misawa. It's Misawa. He's online too much. And that's why much. it doesn't work. And that's why it doesn't it's, work. It doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, mm. As far as Duel Monsters characters, uh, <laughs> Mokuba. Yeah, Mokuba. It's Mokuba. <laughs> Yeah, Mokuba Fortnite dances in front of Seto. They're at, they're at like Sword a board, justice. They're at like a boardroom meeting, and Kaiba's trying to pass some horrible anti-worker law, and then Mokuba has to get up there and do the default dance to get him to stop. <laughs> Noah, <laughs> Noah, yeah, that's right. Noah's hanging out with fucking Mizuki in the computer now. Yeah, yeah they're right. they're NFTs. <laughs> non fungible. Oh, uh, Noah, Noah. They are fun non, time. Non fungible token cards. <laughs> uh, oh, that's good. Also, uh, final. <laughs> fuck, that was really good, Dan. Uh, final Twitter question from a friend of the show, Danny at Danny Dirdo sixty nine. We have already said stuff that would cause us to have a Joker phase. What would cause you to go double Joker? What would your plans be for Zawarudo Day, aka Earth Day? Let's see. Double Joker. Uh, Double Joker. I don't. I don't even want to consider that, honestly. Like <laughs> going Joker mode is already so bad. I can't imagine what doing that twice would be it's, like. It's like Goku going Super Saiyan three. Yeah. This is to go even further beyond. I my- guess my hair would turn blue. Damn. My like, if I was already like in a room with a horse, God forbid, I would already be the Joker at that point. But like. If another horse walked into the room, I think I would go double Joker, and there'd be fucking no coming back from that shit. Mm-hmm. I'd what be if long the horse gone. touched you? <gasps> Scary. What if all of the people who have annoyed me over the years all came in to throw a big party? That- yeah, a huge cake. <laughs> With a huge cake. Uh, that would make me go double Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Earth Day plans. I don't know. Same thing I do every day. Vibe? I don't. I don't have any Earth Day plans now, but I will say the only time I actually observed Earth Day was when I was a kid, and um, my dad took me to uh, take your daughter to work day at mm-hmm. IBM, which was always on Earth Day, and I remember, so, like, you would, you got to, like, choose between, like, five different programs, and, like, one was, like, making slime, one was seeing, like, the silicon wafers happen, it was all very STEMI. Um, stuff and then at the end of it you got lunch and lunch was in the cafeteria and they had a whole earth day set up there which included like live birds of prey that would like hop onto your arm holy shit if you were an eight-year-old child and like all these other animals and like their caretakers were there it was like really intense damn rad as hell i had no idea ibm was like that uh yeah, you would not think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would. I would have thought them to be the most boring of the computer companies. Uh, no, take your daughter to work company. day ruled. I loved that shit when I was a kid. Every Wednesday and Thursday is take your son to work day for me because those are the days that I bring Jimmy into the office. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so glad we're all getting children. Oh, Jimmy fucking rules. He's like the most chill dog I've ever met. Um, I don't usually do Earth Day things, but in college one year, Earth Day was on 420, so we celebrated by smoking a lot of weed. Nice. <laughs> As one does on Earth Day and 420. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, 
Shall we Discord? Yeah, yeah. I, I got I got some Discord questions, or Dan, if you want to take them. Uh, Kirby the cleric asks, shouldn't all military equipment be illegal at, by this point? Kaiba canceled armed munitions years ago, and who would dare challenge Kaiba on this? Uh, uh, no one within the realm of the Domino City city state. Yeah, but, the, the Domino uh, City Greater Metropolitan Area. It's a city state. Uh, it's like Athens mm-hmm. or Sparta. Yeah, or it's a city state. It's, it's Vatican City, uh, right? Uh, um, Moldova is in but, international waters. Um, again, Midgard. Midgard, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Let us not forget the actual funnier canon name, which is Midgard. Oh yeah, they're big corporate rivals, the Shinra Company. Uh, <laughs> Hell. Uh, let's see. There is one that I think is rhetorical. Uh, Read it out because I did. There's a lot to unpack, and yeah. I feel like I'm being set up for something later on in a future series, perhaps. Yeah. Okay. If Chancellor Shepard claimed North Academy, North Arctic Academy had ancient Nordic god cards of mass destruction and lied his way into a grotesque, needless, offensive dueling war, where approximately 750,000 or more civilian duelists were lost to the shadow realm. As collateral damage due to fallout of his greed, wouldn't that be kind of fucked up? Okay, so this is not a setup for something in the future. This is a joke about Colin Powell dying. Oh. Uh, on a related note, would it be fucked up if Chancellor Shepard himself were lost in the Shadow Realm before being charged for any of his crimes? Rest in Again. piss, Colin Powell. Bye, Colin loser. Powell. I Bye, know. fucking loser. I've never heard of this guy. Oh, he's, he's one of the fucking guys who brought us into Iraq. Yeah, Listen he to blowback. Secret- he he was the Secretary of State during the Bush administration, and, and he now, just died two days ago. Wow. Now he's in the dirt. I hope Gene comes next. I hope fucking Kissinger's soon. Mm. Yeah, really. Why when is that is he dude going still going alive? Is he still alive? Mm-hmm. Uh, What's next? Uh, Danny Dorito, eight thousand and eight. That's boob, boob, <laughs> boob. If you could have any stand from the hit series JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. What stand would you choose to have? I think it would either be gold experience or sticky fingers. Because I find them to be the most adaptable. Mm-hmm. I would love... I mean, okay, I have two answers. The real answer is, like, stone-free, I think. Just because, like, you can do so much with that, too. I could just fucking Spider-Man around, which is fun. Yeah, I'm, I mean, stone-free stone free and sticky fingers are very similar in a lot of ways, I uh-huh. feel like. Um, but the funny answer is Survivor, because you could just, <laughs> I, I don't even fucking need a stand to get people mad. I can just yeah. do that myself. Mm. I Survivor, want, uh, Survivor. I want Harvest. Harvest seems, seems like they would be That's really a good handy. one. Yeah. I don't know. The part, I, I like Stone Ocean, but the stand abilities got a little too, um, abstract for me. Can I tell you, <laughs> Survivor's my favorite stand. I do love Survivor. I do love Survivor being the, uh, if there are two guys on the moon and one killed each other, the other with a rock, would that be fucked up or what stand? <laughs> Poochie's like, hey, Dia, what's the worst stand? He's like, oh, Survivor said fucking sucks ass, dude. <laughs> uh, <sighs> alternatively, you get to choose a GX era monster to act as your stand. Who slash what are you picking and what does it do? And that's from Skeletal Jama slash Nero. Yeah. Well, I know. I would use Pot of Greed. Which would allow me to draw two cards and add them to my hand. <laughs> a GX era monster. Oh, not that's not a GX card, Dan. Sorry, Nero's vetoing you. You gotta pick. A, you gotta pick a GX one. All right. All right. Mm. I think 
It would be the Ojamas, and it's just Sex Pistols. I th- thank you for giving the literal exact same answer I was going to give, Audrey. <laughs> mm. It's literally just Sex Pistols. What if we Me each got no- What if we each got an Ojama? Whoa, three of us. I call yellow because he's my little minion color. It's like the fucking uh, magnet family in Steel Ball Run. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the fucking the, the Tomb of the Boom. Or whatever, yeah, yeah, the Boom family. <laughs> God, those steel balls do be running. And and together we can do Delta Hurricane. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah! Alternatively, separately we're useless. Yeah, alternatively, uh, Flame Scarab and my stand would be called its Bug Snacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, hmm. what we got from, next? Oh, from Hornmeister, we have should lockpicks be withheld from the general populace on the grounds that they are military equivalent. Equipment, absolutely not. No, they're, that no, sounds like it, they're cool, and we should have breaking, them. Breaking into things is cool. That, that sounds like narc behavior to me. Yeah, breaking into things fucking beats ethics, unless it's my apartment, yeah, and else's fair game. It's not like a gun, which is only used to kill people. Uh, Lockpicks mm-hmm. can get you all sorts of cool treats and prizes and snacks. <laughs> That's a really fun way of putting it, Dan. Mm-hmm. I love treats and I love all three of those things. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone! Happy Halloween, Happy Halloween you Xbox! Know, the classic, the classic Halloween greeting: treats, surprises, or snacks. <laughs> I always said this as a kid. <sighs> uh, uh, let's see. PhD Mum asks, "Why are satellites always used as weapons of mass destruction in Yu-Gi-Oh?" Kaiba. Yeah, it's Kaiba. <laughs> Kaiba. <laughs> uh, and it's this answer. And is the answer to this question also the reason why the main city in 5Ds is called Satellite? Yes. Literally yes. Literally yes. I can't wait to learn what 5Ds is about. It sounds oh, fun. I'm real excited for 5Ds. It's about it's about card games on motorcycles. We know this. No, yeah, I know that, but like, uh, I'm sure there's plot somewhere in that show. No, it's just there's a lot of plot, and there's <laughs> some wild shit that happens. Good. It's just about card games on motorcycles. Okay, that's yeah. probably all. <laughs> and that's our last question. That's our last question. Thank you all for tuning for turn turning in good Christians. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Um episode. Next week we're gonna talk about the last batch of episodes for GX. The season two finale. The season two finale. And then the week after that is gonna be our usual wrap up type episode. Mm-hmm. Um Yay. We're, Yay, wherein we'll 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 do put out like a mailbag of like ask us fucking anything about season two of GX. Mm-hmm. Um and then we'll like, you know, fill you in on future happenings and you know, plans for future episodes of things and scheduling and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it'll be a good time. Tune in. I'm sure next episode's gonna be extremely normal, as this show has proven time and time again that it is capable of being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um plugs. Who's first? Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. You can find all, all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. They include my Twitter, at Bigger Challenge. They include my wide variety of podcasts, which include the Sonic Shuffle, Sonic Podcast, Video Game the Movie the Podcast, Video Game Movie Podcast, uh, Chill Bleed, Michael Reynolds' Auditory Horrorland, which is an Illbly podcast, which I will be recording immediately after this recording, and Stranger's Fiction, a an actual play podcast. Uh, and last but not least, at Xbox underscore holiday, Usher celebrates hol- holidays with Xbox. 
By the way, uh, happy birthday, Sedokaiba. That's coming up. It might oh, have already, shit. Fuck yeah. Might already have passed by the time this goes up. Let's see. Sedokaiba birthday. It's October 25th. Is, this episode will go up the day after. Yeah. The day mm-hmm. after. I mean, if I get it, I'll probably get it done before. And I might just, like, make it go up on a Monday because why not, right? Honor but our you boss. Know, this is the last episode before Halloween. This is all scary. Yeah. Uh, happy Halloween, Xbox. Spooky scary. Uh, yeah. Who wants to go next? I'll go. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Ultima Mom Prime, uh, which is my funny robot internet joke. And speaking of that funny robot internet joke, uh, you can follow my uh, uh, other podcast on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod, which is a Transformers podcast uh, that I am doing with friend of the show, Nero. Uh, we have two episodes out so far. Uh we're doing Armada right now. It's a non-linear look at the Transformers on television. And um, we really would love more people to join our Discord as well. So if you want to join our Discord, um, the link is in the description of every episode that we put out. Not Pot of Greed, but Prime Cuts. And it's also in the website URL on our Twitter uh, don't have any other projects in the making at the moment right now, but you can follow at the reticulation. That's T H E R E T I C U L A T I O N on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook for updates about a website I'm trying to launch with a very good friend of mine to uplift and spotlight LGBT voices in the realm of pop culture criticism. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And I'm Max. You can go to twitter.com and maxbajillion to find out my bullshit. I have other podcasts. One of them is Wow Cool Robot, a show about Gundams at Wow Cool Podcast. We're partway through Gundam Wing now. Uh, sorry, Audrey, but I'm enjoying it still. Uh, much uh, as it pains as me I to said, admit. I will continue saying I'm genuinely glad for you. <laughs> it's. I mean, that said, the latest batch of episodes, I did kind of realize, oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. This show might be kind of in its own ass about a lot of things. Actually, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, well, cool podcast on Twitter. My other other show is called Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast. Go to slappersonlypod.com or slappersonlypod on Twitter to find that out. Our next game is Squid Game, a.k.a. Splatoon 2. Woo me. Love it. Uh, this whole podcast is Pod of Greed. You can go to Pod of Greed cast on Twitter. Uh, you can go to kaiba.online to join our Discord. It's a very fun community. We bullshit all the time, and it's great. Uh we have a Patreon you can go to at Patreon. Hmm, that was weird. Patreon.com slash pot of greed. Uh, the $2 tier will get you all our whole extra content feed. Uh, next episode will be up in a week or two or three or something like that. It's going to be Despicable Me 3, the one with Gru's brother Drew. Uh, good movie. Not as good as Minions, but, you know, fucking what is. $5 tier, you become a partner. Uh, giving you a special role that allows you to listen in on episodes live uh, as Emery is doing right now on the $5 tier. And thank you to our $5 patrons, Emery, Colton Crow, Joelle Thomas, Morgue Haunting the Morgue, and Riley Hopkins and Draven. Uh, As mentioned, our $10 patrons get shouted out in the middle of episodes uh, and they also get to listen in as well as getting a real life care package that we send out every like february or march or so uh the cutoff for that has been reached so if you join the ten dollar level uh you will be eligible after four months to do the 2023 package i guess it's fun we make personalized t-shirts we make a lot of cool things this year is gonna be pharaoh plushies you know the cat with the nuts and the butthole from Yu-Gi-Oh, the show that we watch yeah and that 
is everything. Oh, and you can find you can find us on noisepace.xyz. Yes, that's right. Noisepace.xyz yes. podcast network. Uh, podcast forever. Our show's on that. All of our shows are on that. Really, Audrey's show's on that. It's new. Love it. It's true. It's true. You can find it. You can find us there online. Thanks, Matt GameCube. You run that whole thing thing. Um, that'll do it. I almost asked what someone's robot of the week was. That's not this show. So instead of no. saying that, I will say I set myself face down and get yeeted into a water tower. Oh no, I'm dead. Like Akuin. So sad. Uh, I set myself face down and get blasted with the satellite laser. I set myself face down and ominously flip a coin while smoking. <laughs> Peach. 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 Peach.